0: Hey, Coach. This is Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Health. Harold, how are you? Good. Good. Um, your general impressions of your recruiting class to this point, specifically the offense, where you've uh, signed a quarterback, uh, picked up a couple of tight end slash wide receivers. I don't know if you can speak about the running back in particular, but the pursuit of him, um, you guys have kind of remade the the offensive skill positions. But I'd also like your general impressions of the class to this point.
1: Well, I, I think we have good pieces on the team in Lincoln, and I think they had probably more talent on the team last year than what the record indicates. So we're excited to get to work with the guys that are already on campus in Lincoln, but adding talent certainly helps. Um, a lot of these kids we've known for a long time, and uh, you know, one thing we weren't going to do is just sign kids to fill spots. Uh, we want kids that we know can come be good people and, and become good football players. and um, We have a lot of work left to do here in January, but I'm excited about, uh, the guys that are on board. And I think a lot of things will shake out after this signing day. Uh, so we'll know which kids are still available and which ones we can go after.
0: Uh, Parker, Sip, General Star, you guys got anything? Hey, Scott, Parker Gabriel from the General Star in Lincoln. I'm wondering, you just touched on it a little bit, but how do you... Prioritize now as you work through the dead period here, and then um, how many, roughly, how many more
1: kids do you expect to sign come February? Well, I, you know, I think there's probably 19 spots available right now. I expect that number to grow a little bit. Um, I think we'll sign a, a class of over 20 uh, eventually by the time this is all said and done. Uh, there'll be probably some movement. Uh, and hopefully a lot of work that we can get done before the February signing period and, and perhaps afterwards. So uh, this is unusual with an early signing period, and I think everybody was finding their way through this first year. It made it even more difficult uh, for a lot of guys that have changed jobs like we have. Uh, but again, I feel good about where we are. Um, I you know, I, I didn't want to come in and try to fill a class in two weeks because that doesn't give us enough time to evaluate and get to know people and develop relationships. So. There's a lot of work left to be done but i think uh i think we got a good start on it and i like where we landed from a number standpoint coach frost this is
0: uh sean callahan with husker online um just when when you looked at the quarterback position um what did you like about adrian martinez and 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 what do you think he can bring uh knowing that he's going to be here right away in january
1: well Generally speaking, any, any freshman coming in that has a, gen, has a spring ball uh, before their first fall, it, it is a huge advantage and it gives them an opportunity to compete. Um, they're not coming in in the fall behind everybody else. Um, I, I think we have a couple good quarterbacks on campus, and, and I'm looking forward to that competition. Uh, but when I was evaluating quarterbacks for this class a long time ago, uh, Adrian was my favorite guy in the country, and um, we didn't think we had a chance to get him at our, our previous school, but now getting to Nebraska, um, he was interested. Um, I think he, he was like a lot of uh, kids on offense are going to be when we have a time to get out and, and share our message and our vision with them. Um, They're seeing a coaching staff come in there that's uh, had offenses that's, that have been at, at or near the top uh, nationally every, every year and we're coming off a year where we've had the number one scoring offense in the country. Uh, kids are want going to want to come be a part of that and I think Adrian's one of them. Um, he can run it, he can throw it and he's a, a very mature kid that I think is is ready for the challenges in front of him.
0: Hey Scott, it's uh, Brian Christofferson from Nebraska 24-7 Sports. Um, how, how do you feel about some of the, the junior college guys you picked up, and why was it important for you and the staff to to explore the JUCO ranks?
1: Well, you know, we don't know the roster real well in Lincoln yet. Uh, we're getting to know it. Um, you know, we've talked to a lot of people, and numbers-wise, there's some big holes. Um, you mm-hmm. know, there's a couple of positions where the number of scholarship players that we would normally want to carry uh, University of Nebraska is way down on those numbers. Um, receiver, defensive back are two of the most glaring ones. Um, there's just not enough guys at those positions, and those are places we need to go to work um, and get some kids in just just to make sure we have enough kids at those positions. But uh, we're not going to take a, a bunch of junior college kids. They need to be the right kids off the field, and they need to be kids that fit us. And uh, we've certainly recruited uh, several of them that we feel. Um, fit us and our, our good people, and we'll see where we land with them.
0: Okay, anyone can jump in on questions? Just remember to uh, try not to talk over each other. Hey, Coach. Uh, Joe Quinn from <clears throat> ESPN Radio uh, in Omaha. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the recruitment of uh, Cam Jurgens, the uh, tight end from Beatrice?
1: Yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of good football players in the state of Nebraska. And I think a lot of times they get overlooked, Cam's a special guy and it, it's no surprise to me that he wasn't overlooked. Um, and he's just a phenomenal athlete. Uh, he's done it on the football field. He's done it on the basketball court and he's done it in track and field. Um, he, I think he's an unusual talent and an, an elite talent. Um, we're excited to get him, uh, kids like that need to stay in the state of Nebraska. Um, i have a special connection to him right away because of who he is and where he's from and what he's accomplished uh, athletically in the state so uh, he's he's a huge piece and asset for us and i'm looking forward to watching him develop
0: hey coach frost this is uh sean callahan again um what, what, what was the biggest advantage of just having your entire staff come with you and then your support staff as far as just having a working knowledge of prospects and and being able to kind of utilize that and and carry it over to Nebraska?
1: Well, there's going to be big advantages to keeping people together. One of the secrets to success at Nebraska for a long time was continuity and people that understood the the system and the scheme and where they fit and what their role was. Um, It's going to be a huge advantage for me to have people surrounding me that already know our offense, defense, and and how we operate. in recruiting, you know, these guys have been working a long time to develop relationships. And listen, we still have a lot of work to do with this recruiting class. But I think the more recruits get around these guys and see what kind of men of character they are, um, the more they hear about our vision uh, for where we want to take the program and, and what we're trying to get it back to, um, I think we'll continue to have more success. And, and having a familiarity with a lot of the guys on staff is certainly going to help.
0: Scott, this is Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald again. Speaking of continuity, one of the coaches that you brought with you, Sean Becton, um, both <laughs> Justin McGriff and Katerian Lagrone really, really praised him uh, as 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 a guy that they had connected with. What Becton had worked at UCF for a long time, uh, and so what, what 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 I guess what what did you do to recruit him to Nebraska, and what do you think of of Lagrone and and the McGriff as recruit
1: well uh, you know to clear the air about a lot of that the, I, I've watched a lot of coaches take the next step in the big job and maybe they take a few coaches <laughs> along with them um, but they don't take everybody and they leave people behind they get fired um, that's not the right thing to do in my eyes the right thing to do was to give every one of my coaches an opportunity to come Um, If they're good enough to take an 0-12 program to 12-0 in two years, they're good enough to coach anywhere Um, because what they've accomplished at UCF is is next to impossible. Um, I didn't recruit anybody. I I took a job that I thought was the best for my staff and my family, and I told them all, if you want to come, there's a spot. And to a man, they all wanted to come, um, which was flattering to me that they'd want to be part of uh, coaching staff with me and we're thrilled to have Sean and He's one of the best men that I know. And um, a couple of those kids were committed to him at UCF. Um, they called him and told him that they wanted to play for him and they wanted to play for us. And um, a few of them, a couple of them were, we thought good enough players to be really good in the big 10. And when they called us and said they wanted to come with us, uh, it was an easy decision. And I think the person that Sean Beckton and and the person that Sean Beckton is, um, is going to get a lot of recruits that, that are going to want to come play for him.
0: Coach Frost, Scott Foster at KRVN out in
1: Lexington. I'm uh, just wondering what your thoughts were on this early signing period. Is it advantageous for Nebraska, or what do you think? I think the early signing period overall is good. You know, the the, the kids out in the country that, that don't want to be involved in, in – some of the ugly parts of recruiting and want to get it over with are going to sign early. The kids that really know where they want to be, and that's going to keep them from being being involved in the circus that's going to take place in January. Um, It's probably good in that after you get your early signees, you know what spots you still have to fill and what kids are still out there, and you can focus on those. So for those reasons, I like it. Um, You know, it's tough this year for us moving uh, because it made it harder with only two weeks to try to secure the first part of your signing class and and that was difficult not to mention while we were still trying to coach a team in the bowl game down here but I, I feel good about where we are you know I, I wouldn't have wanted to sign a whole recruiting class uh, and fill it all up in these first two weeks because I think we're gonna have a real real opportunity in January to get out and see a lot more kids we're gonna know who's still uncommitted uh, and who we need to target and I think once I think those kids get a chance to be around us and, and meet our staff, we're going to have a, a lot of a lot of opportunities to sign some more good kids. Hey Scott,
0: hey, uh, Mitch Sherman from ESPN.com. Hey, what stood out to you about uh, the recruiting of Martinez, the process there? Uh, you know how quickly he was receptive to uh, Coach Perduego after the AAC championship game, and what kind of a feeling did you come away from? After visiting him at home in Fresno,
1: I just think he's a a kid of really high character. I think he comes from a great family. Um, I think they approached the recruiting process the right way. Uh, they gathered all the information that they that they needed to gather in order to make a, a smart decision. Um, and uh, and I think I think you know they developed relationships with a lot of people. But I think at the end of the day. Um, relationships that we had with him and the opportunity at Nebraska, uh, to play in our offense and be around us, um, uh, ended up winning and, um, you know, he, he's a kid that I've gotten to know real well in a short amount of time. And, um, I'm excited about him. I, you know, he, I'm excited about spending time with him and his family. They're great people. And that's what we want in the program. Not just good players, but high character kids.
0: Coach Joaquin again from ESPN Radio in Omaha. With Martinez, do you expect him to come in and compete to be a starter from day one in your offense?
1: Yeah, every single one of these kids is going to have an opportunity to compete. Uh, We're going to play the best players, whether they're from Florida or California or Nebraska, whether they're seniors or freshmen. I don't care. We're going to play the best kids, but every one of them is is going to have to earn it and everyone's going to have to come in and outperform the other people on campus and competition is healthy. So at every single position, the competition is going to start over because there's going to be a new set of coaches and new eyes on them. Um, And he's going to have as good opportunity as anybody, but he's going to have to play better than the other kids on campus.
0: Coach Joel from KTIC in West Point. Um, coming from Nebraska, how important is the, uh, walk on program to you and, uh, uh, what's the response you've gotten from kids that, uh, want to come on and, and, and walk on, uh, to Nebraska?
1: Well, I was thrilled with the response. I flew back to Lincoln last Wednesday, uh, to talk to a group of kids. Um, we've offered some walk on spots. I think we'll probably have some more to offer, but the response has been great and I'm looking forward to the talent that we can add, uh, to the program through the walk on program um, that's part of what made Nebraska great in the past. Uh, you know, when I was a quarterback in Nebraska, I think if you look back, um, not as much attention was paid to these recruiting classes, but I can't imagine Nebraska ever had a top 10 recruiting class. Nebraska won because we got a lot of kids on campus that cared about Nebraska, went to work in the weight room, got a lot of reps on the field and, and Nebraska developed players better than anybody else. Um, that's where we're going to get to, and it's going to be a process, um, uh, but walk on or scholarship player, um, they're all going to get the same opportunity. And I fully believe that there's some kids that are, are hopefully going to walk on next fall that, uh, after a year or two in our weight program and, and our, and, and on the practice field, are going to develop into good players and starters for us. And, um, that's an important part of what made Nebraska great. And it's an important part of what will make Nebraska great again.
0: Scott, it's We've got Scott time about two or three more for coach Steve Sippel from the Lincoln Journal star in a, in a big picture sense, Scott, how would you characterize your overall philosophy w- when it comes to recruiting junior colleges? Is this something that we'll see continue?
1: Yeah. You know, we're going to take the right kids. Right and kids. sometimes the right kids are high school kids and sometimes they ended up somewhere else. But I, I, you know, I don't want to make a living of junior college players, but if they're good kids and we think they can play and that's what we're doing, um, we're going to give them an opportunity. And I, I think you're crazy if you, uh, if you rule out any option or any method of getting players that can help you win football games. And like I said, uh, we got to make sure they're the right people and, and they're good people and good enough players to help us but if if they check all those boxes um, we're certainly going to recruit them whether they're at a high school or a junior college.
0: Scott this is Sam McEwen from the World Herald again Um, a house-cleaning question are there any injuries or player departures that you know of that you can announce Um, guys that have informed you that were part of the team last year that said hey I'm not coming back or season-ending injuries, or anything like that, that that you're aware of that you can you can announce at this time.
1: No, I'm not aware of any. I'm sure there will be attrition. There always is, but um, I haven't been on the ground in Lincoln long enough uh, to know all those things, and uh, we'll deal with those as they come. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know any of that yet. You, you mentioned
0: you mentioned the talent piece, that there's more talent on campus than maybe the record would have suggested. Is there a particular position that you, you looked at that indicated to you, yeah, there's more talent here than
1: I realized? No, I just think uh, that as a staff, we believe in our way of doing things. Um, we believe in getting them in the weight room with Zach Duvall and, and letting them develop and be strong and athletic and stay healthy. Um, we believe in the way we practice and develop in kids. And we believe in the culture that we're going to bring and all the kids that buy into that, I have no doubt they're going to be better football players a year from now than they, than they are right now. Um, so again, I don't want to talk about any individuals, but I think as a whole, um, the kids are really going to have a lot of fun playing for us, uh, playing in our schemes and we're going to, we're going to make them better. And and the ones that don't want to come along are going to get left behind, but the ones that do, um, are going to develop and become a lot better for it.
0: Let's take one last question for Coach. Parker Gabriel again from the Lincoln Journal Star. Just how big of an advantage is it for the guys that are enrolling early and that will be there when winter conditioning starts to have ahead of guys that maybe come in in the summer?
1: Yeah, I've been doing this a while. And um, we're going to give freshmen every opportunity to play. Uh, sometimes that spring ball helps you get familiar with schemes and systems, and it's all, not all brand new for you in the fall. So I think it is an advantage, but I've seen guys that come in early that, that don't play their first year, and I've seen guys that show up in August that do play. So uh, I think it's an advantage, but it's not a insurmountable uh, head start if kids come in late. Um, you know, this is a process. I, I think fans are too impatient now, and they think you're just going to solve uh, um, all the all the problems on a roster and a program by going out and signing this kid or that kid and plug him in and playing. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done, and I can see now why Coach Osborne always said he's a good player and would never give him uh, any more shining endorsement than that, because I think people get a little bit too excited about how many stars behind a kid's name. Uh, We want kids that are good football players, that are good people, uh, that we know can develop and fit in our schemes, and then we're going to get them uh, inserted into our process and our way of doing things, and I know what the result's going to be at the end of that. Uh, But there's no quick fixes. The the fixes are going to come through a lot of hard work, effort, and... uh, a coming together of the football team so that we're all pulling in the same direction and working for the same goals. And that's a process that we're going to get started right away in January.
0: All right. Thank you, coach. Thanks everyone for joining and uh, appreciate it.